A fire in Christchurch's Port Hills on a dry, breezy day had residents hoping they weren't in for a repeat of the disastrous 2017 blazes. And it raises questions about whether we need to be on high alert this fire season. At least four fire crews and three helicopters managed to contain today's blaze in just over an hour. But State Highway 76 between the city and Littleton closed to allow firefighters to carry out their work. The fire is now all but over, but earlier in the afternoon, several locals told our reporter Rachel Graham they were getting ready to move. And yeah. could you see much smoke when you came outside? Yeah, there was a bit coming over the hills. Um, and you could smell it and see it. It was just kind of on those trees just there. Yeah. Um, so just getting all the important things. So as a precaution, you're just making sure that you're ready in case? Just in case, yeah. Um, just evacuating the horses from Avoca Valley Road, just into Ferrymead Pony Club, just for the fires. Just at the end of the hill where the road... Well, just at the end of the road where paddocks are on, so we just thought if the wind shoots up the hill, then the horses are better to be here and a bit safer than staying in their paddocks, especially with the helicopters flying over. New Zealand is in for an El Nino summer. In the past, that's meant stronger or more frequent winds from the west, causing drier conditions. And Europe has already experienced record-breaking temperatures during its summer, coupled with devastating and deadly wildfires. Fire and Emergency Wildlife Manager Tim Mitchell joins us now. Kia ora, Tim. Is this an early start to the fire season? Um, yes, it is, and no, it's not. Um, at the moment, we're seeing generally pretty low fire risk conditions across the country, although the Port Hills fire today reminds us that uh, low risk doesn't mean no risk. Um, but it's at the moment, like I say, it's, it's generally not high risk across the country, although that is going to change as we get closer to Christmas and then into very much into the New Year period. Yeah, tell us about your expectations for the summer. Uh, so certainly under those uh, stronger westerly winds, uh, warmer temperatures, uh, lower rainfalls, particularly in the east coast of both islands, including Northland, Auckland, we are expecting higher than normal fire danger rates conditions this season. Uh, that's quite a change from the last couple of seasons where the conditions across the country have actually been pretty low. So um, certainly something to watch out for as we get close to that Christmas period. So Tim, are you preparing in any different way then? Um, we normally uh, prepare around this time of year for the coming season, but I guess while we're doing our preparations, probably the key thing is more around what the public are doing to prepare for the season. Um, and that includes things like uh, keeping grass uh, um, vegetation management under control at the moment. Uh, obviously, the conditions are really ripe for, for um, really good grass growth in many areas of the country. And it's that, those grass vegeta- that grass vegetation that's going to be really key for uh, later on in the season. If that dries out, that becomes an area where fires can start and spread quite quickly. In. So what are you telling people to make sure their fire breaks are there? Uh, make sure they, they uh, mow the grass, particularly around uh, items of high value, i.e. the houses, um, sheds, structures. Uh, keep that grass short um, coming into this fire season. Tim, have you got the resources you need? Uh, we have, um, both within the country but also um, with our partners, uh, so Department of Conservation, Forestry Companies, uh, New Zealand Defence Force, but we've also got international resources that we could call on uh, should we need them this fire season. So when you're telling people privately to make sure that they trim back grass and be careful about fire breaks, what about um, on kind of uh, council and estates owned by the government? 
I guess that guidance applies to all landowners, um, and there will be varying uh, drivers or motivators behind that. But, um, yeah, that's something that we want all property owners to consider as in terms of the vegetation they've got on their property, how they manage that. But also it's the ignition sources that go with that. So um, you can have areas of, of vegetation, but it's just around what are the ignition sources that might ignite that as well. What about forestry? Because there's been a lot of slash lying, lying around as a consequence of some of the extreme weather we've had. Uh, so we are certainly interested or concerned probably around that Hawke's Bay period as a result of the slash or the vegetation that's been there um, from the recent storm events. Uh, so that is something we're certainly watching very closely at the moment. Have you had conversations with forestry? Uh, we've had conversations with a number of landowners um, around vegetation and how they can manage that coming into the season. So what are you saying to councils and forestry about that residual slash that is still around after the extreme weather? Um, I guess the conversations are no different to the other land managers around trying to manage that as best they can and certainly those grass fields, keeping on top of those, keeping it grazed, keeping it short. Appreciate your time, Tim. That is Tim Mitchell from Fire and Emergency. He is the wildfire manager.